With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another Soccer to the Max. As the offseason is in full swing, but don't let that stop anybody because big moves are happening, and big moves are happening at both the MLS and NWSL, and we'll talk about plenty of those. The U.S. Women's National Team training camp has its roster, and they'll end it by playing Denmark on January 21st, so we have to talk about that too, plus some other things. But thankfully, I am not by myself here as we enter 2018. Eric, what is happening? Oh, technology hates me. Life is expensive. And Orlando City is going to be on TV a lot this season. Eh, just like they were last season. Yeah, yeah. I hope there's some different mojo this time around. Yeah, we'll get into that as the schedule has been released for MLS, so nice little factoids uh, going around as they go to the odd number of teams again. Rachel, did you get drunk on New Year's? Am I at the liberty to say? Oh, wait, yeah, I'm 21. No, not too bad. Okay, better question. Did you get drunk and psychological and or philosophical? No, but I learned that I am a fantastic pina colada maker. Okay, so you had a net positive. Yes, very net positive. We we found out right at the last second as I'm popping the, the bottle that it's hard cider and not cider, so I had to throw, uh, take the glass away from Anaya very quickly. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> that uh, I would have felt like awful. Hey, <laughs> it, it, at, least it, at least you didn't get into a painfully revealing tete-a-tete with your family over several glasses of wine and eggnog. So, yeah. That's why a lot of times, unless it's Thanksgiving... I tend to try to avoid the other family. Because <laughs> they get into dumb arguments for like no reason. But, yeah, let's let's talk about it. Yeah, glad everybody had good New Year's. 
Now let's start 2018 with a better light and better mind on things here as we, I guess we found out, I didn't know this until I happened to read this article, that Don Garber is in his last year. And the apparently the only good thing to come out of the Columbus situation is it looks like it's made him a little tired. He hasn't really been talking about, I haven't heard a peep about whether he's resigning or anybody giving him an extension or anything like that. You know, Roger Goodell, they're extending him like two years before his thing ends. Weird that which, nothing with that. Which, on that note, that's kind of a bad idea. But for this, it's a good thing. Although, it will be a bittersweet moment once, if and when Don leaves. Yeah, he'll have 20 years at the helm when the season's over. So, I mean, 20 years is a long time to be at any one post, especially a commissioner of a league that, you know, for a while you didn't know if it was going to live. Uh, very true, but I mean, I don't know. I, Don, don't put me in a situation for when you leave, I get choked up. I don't want to do that for you, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, do you think that that, whatever happens from this Columbus thing, whether it's a, they for sure move or they don't, does that put some sort of, like, bad clothes on his career as commissioner. I mean, he has a lot of highs as far as what he's done, what the league's been able to do since he's been there. Yeah, and I I think the two big things that are going to be on Don's shoulders are the Columbus potential move and how many people can I not peeve off with expansion. So... He Don's in a very tricky situation. But as long as he makes Eric choke up, I guess it's all worth it. <laughs> yeah, and still nothing on the who has the second team for expansion yet either. So I mean we are four days in, so there there was no timetable to sit after the new year. But you'd think that, you know, you'd have this figured out by now, Don. But hey Yeah, Don. Don't make us wait until all the way until the end of January. I, I guess it only hurts uh, Don and the pocketbook for the rest of the league, I guess, if he takes forever. But we'll see. I, I just don't understand how this is not a done deal Cincinnati already. But whatever works for these guys. Either way, let's move on here to talking about this schedule. As I mentioned, the 23 it's going to be a 23-team league this season with LAFC coming in. So a little bit of a different look. Uh, you are still going to have the same amount of games, but you're going to have a little bit of difference when it comes to the conference teams playing each other, how many times they actually play each other, all that sort of thing. Every team is going to have a bye this season. So you got to deal with that when you're looking at you know your team and what they're doing. For example, Real Salt Lake will not will be the only team not playing on decision day. So, huh? That, that that's going to be a sticky situation. And thankfully for 
us folks here that uh, do these covering the games and whatnot, there is a sparse amount of midweek games for a while. Yes. Uh, uh, my liver can only stand about so many hell nights. <laughs> God, yeah. Like five games or more in one day. Even though that is scheduled for... So you have midweek games on April 11th, and then there's no midweek games again until May 9th, but that is a five-game, you know, smackaroo there. And Damn then, it, <laughs> How'd you let that happen? Well, you know, Don doesn't care about whether <laughs> us folks are sitting here trying to watch a bunch of games at once. Uh, then... It, I think it kind of goes more regular after May 9th. Obviously, you have the break during the World Cup. So, there's that as well. And they are going to play a full slate of games before the World Cup, the three weeks before. So, even though you're going to be missing a lot of players, they're still going to be playing games. So, you know, hey, get on that calendar a little faster there, Don. Wouldn't have this problem. And lastly, Eric hinted it at the beginning. National TV matches here. Atlanta, 16, which is the most out of any team in the league. LAFC also gets 16. You know how many Minnesota gets? Two. One? Ah! Ouch. And Vancouver and Montreal have zero. Oh! Okay. Keep in mind, this is going to be at the peak of Vancouver and Montreal's key season with sports that they care about. They've got some legit Stanley Cup contenders. And to the lovely and fine people of Minnesota, you've got the (laughs) Wild, you've got the Vikings, who could be making a playoff run, and you've got pitchers and catchers reporting for the Twins in about a month. So you're okay. You're okay. That's obviously what's happening here. Oh, and to put more fire on the flames for the Columbus situation, you know how many national games they have? Four. Two. Oh, God. (laughs) Two. So. Now that's just Don being Don. Yeah, let's make sure that people are not talking about Columbus in all of 2018. Put them at the lowest amount possible. Orlando has 13, by the way, and Seattle also has 13. So, you guys get to watch your teams a lot more than I do. Dallas only has seven. Weird that Orlando has the down year and they... I think what MLS does now, though, is the whole... It's about the stadium and the atmosphere and all that stuff. Not necessarily how you did... The year before and all that. That being said, DC has 12. So you get to watch DC a lot. They're just rubbing that in RFK's face. You know, (laughs) and it's bad bad enough. It's bad enough that they don't play in their brand new Audi. They don't play in that pitch for half of the It's just Audi field. Whatever. It's the not... game ain't important. It ain't RFK, so it don't matter. What matters is this. 
you go half of the season, the first half of the season, almost entirely on the road, say, for two games. And instead of having those two games in RFK just for one last hurrah, no, you have alternative venues to be named later. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. And they picked the day before the World Cup final to have them have their first home game as well. July 14th. Good God. So. You see? You see? You should have never built it. You should have stuck where you were. In your I've face. Been playing 14 games away from D.C. They will open the stadium. LAFC only has to play six games on the road before they open Bank of California Stadium. Oh, boy. So, bank with a C, by the way, too. And their first one, Seattle. Yeah. That's a pretty good uh, welcome to the league. Well, of course it's bank with a C, because it's the international division. (laughs) Yeah, true. And then LAFC and Galaxy are also going to be on Big Fox, March 31st. So... I wonder if LAFC will just thrash the Galaxy and, you know, everybody will just not be talking about the Galaxy again, who also have 13 games national as well. So That's just <clears throat> crazy. Yeah, can you, can you imagine if the Galaxy are just as bad? How many games are going to be wishing they didn't take this year, but... We'll see, because LAFC got themselves a new player. <clears throat> Benny Fellhaver going to LAFC for 200,000 GAM and 200,000 TAM. <clears throat> Damn it. Uh, my vote sucks today. Uh, so, that was a bad... <laughs> bad, <laughs> so bad. bad. I just let that sit there because <laughs> I like you too much. Uh, I'm glad I caught myself. Back phrasing. phrasing. This is this is why uh, you know doing podcasts at like midnight sometimes works out. But honestly, Benny Philhaber says that he has kind of mixed emotions about it. But the, uh, the, both him and his wife are from L.A., so it's not the worst thing. Um, maybe this gets some more national team caps. Perhaps. He's in a bigger bigger market, bigger spotlight. But what do you guys think? I mean, obviously, LAFC still forming their team, but this has got to be a big signing for them. I, I really think this is a big signing. This... To me, LAFC is proving the mentality of we just don't want to be the kings of L.A. We may not just want to be kings of the West. We want to be MLS Cup contenders from day one. I think with these signings, especially now with this with Failhopper, they're getting closer. Well, I'm just ready to see Carlos Vela. And Benny Fayhaber play together. That's gonna be, that's gonna be a heck of a, heck of an attack right there. 
Yeah, I mean, you got the creative <clears throat> person in the middle, then you got Vela, who can play in a number of spots, more like Marcus on the wing. Too. Yeah, and then you're you're throwing, you're hitting it up to Marco Urena to to score those sneaky goals. That's a nice little triangle there for those guys. And they have they got Walker Zimmerman too from from Dallas. I'm not too happy about that, but <laughs> nice grab by them. So they have key positions filled right now, which is important. Something and I you think, couldn't I say for Montreal. I think Tyler Miller is going to be a good breakthrough player. I mean, the games that he had with Seattle, he did well in, and I I think he's going to shock people in the league with his because he's going to be the starter. They wouldn't have taken him in the expansion draft if they didn't think that. So I think he's going to be. He's tall. He's six foot four. So I mean, hey. Yeah, and you got Laurent Simon if he can stay healthy. He's a good player to have there in defense. Great veteran presence. And you also got, uh, I had him in my head, Latif Blessing, who played really well for uh, KC. So he gets to hook back up with Phil Hever as well and be on the same team again. I, I think right now LAFC is really doing some damage. And, and Bob Bradley, you know, making sure. Give me some of these national team guys that maybe somebody wasn't thinking too much about for now you think uh they still land anybody big you know with the transfer window coming open now it's possible some folks moving along uh-huh. go ahead i was going to say it's definitely possible but don't surprise me now that as they're still forming the nucleus, they're very more quiet and calculated during this transfer window. Yeah, I feel like also that the whole transfer stuff is a lot more important right now than the draft is, where I feel like every year the draft is like less and less important. So, you know, who you grab right now is a big deal going into this season. So hopefully they keep using it in the right way. Speaking of doing things the right way, Orlando, Eric is uh, making some moves themselves. They went and grabbed Jose Villarreal, who I feel like didn't get a fair shake in uh, Galaxy Land over there. And then they went and got Sasha Kleshin. Now, see... This is a team that knows, hey, we're a couple pieces away from where we want to be. We're not going to be crap the entire season, only to suddenly bring your hopes up when it's too late. Ben, this is how you ensure progress on a continuous level. Thank you for restoring some sort of faith in me, Orlando. I'm a Hebrew for you. You're doing things that I like. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to mention Ben as soon as you started talking about that. Oh, no, because, you know, DC didn't make any moves during last season or anything. Not at the beginning, Ben. <laughs> Some of those people were not available at the beginning, Eric. That doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> like how we're using context for 
our own uh, our own regard there. But <laughs> I didn't realize too when I was reading about um, Sasha Question's move to Orlando. I didn't realize that he was only in New York for three years. I swear, I thought it was like five years. Nope, just the three. Because he was with Andrew like before that for a while. It just feels like it was longer. Well, that's what New York time does to you. <laughs> fair, fair point. That's the same thing with BWP. I feel like he's been there longer, and he really hasn't been there that long. Yeah. The uh, I will say that even the bigger, more important thing, Eric, I would is uh, Carlos Rivas is no longer there to take stupid shots. Hallelujah. Addition by subtraction with bonus addition from the actual addition. See, this is how you make moves and you improve. You get rid of the dead weight and you get someone better. And even better for you guys, too. I mean, lock down Dom Dwyer for three more years. It's not a bad sign. Not a bad sign. It's a to-be-determined sign. At least in my eyes. Oh, well, plus you have a Sasha and Dwyer connection that gets to develop now. The uh, Orlando Pride might like that, too, because they might have a certain someone following. Well, we'll see if that actually happens. And how depressing for Alex Morgan, her husband, Servando, is going to the um, galaxy now. Oh, boy. Talk about going wow. clear across the country to a worse team. <laughs> that, well, that, that, wow. <laughs> well, you got to make that long distance relationship work now. It's, uh, that's going to, that's going to put a, t- a test there, but I think what's worse for him is just. I, I guess maybe he'll actually play with the Galaxy because they don't have a lot of people to, you know, put on the, the jersey. They'd go re-sign Ashley Cole and some of the veterans right now. But Yeah, but just because you're actually playing, it's still the Galaxy. You have to keep in mind where you are, how miserable you're going to be, all the distractions, the fact that no one will care, and those who will care will be highly angry. It's a no-win situation brewing right now. Also, I was going to say that what a move by Orlando to... You lose one talisman in Kaka, and you get another one in Clushin. Just fill that hole. Again... This is how you ensure con- continuity and rising in potential success without any potential periods of mediocrity, Ben. <laughs> Poor Ben. He's going to be... Him and Don are going to be fighting for Eric's wrath the whole season. I can already feel it here. It, they're brewing. It's brewing. It's already brewing. And it's off-season, too. Jeez. <laughs> hey, think about this. It's January. I got two months to store up a lot of wrath 
thanks to a lot of external circumstances, before we get the first kickoff. Just saying. You're not wrong, but I thought you'd give Ben a rest. Just let him wait till at least training camp. And... I thought about it, but I'm in too bad of a mood to give him a break. If I was in a better mood, had, say, this been last Friday, all right, different story. But no, 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 no. Sorry, Ben. Have... Poor Ben. He's... You just get to open up your shiny new stadium. Well, yeah. that's if he doesn't get fired Not... before then. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever thought of that? Mm, shiny new God, stadium. Eric is now rooting for Ben to get fired. On shiny new stadium and you may win all of what? Four games? Yeah, see how that... It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Feels. I just want to see Eric's reaction if DC actually does well next season. What he's going to have to say about Ben. You're going to have to praise him, Eric. Mm, Not necessarily, because had he followed my advice, he could have done this last year, too. Then it could have been back-to-back years of the playoffs. But no, no. Mm -mm. Eric, didn't you already have enough crow from last time? Look, I got plenty of garlic pepper and I got more lemon pepper, but I'm confident that I'm not going to have to eat anymore. As is, I might have to have a helping come Sunday, but that's for a different show. Yeah, those Jags and Bills are going to be watched closely by the man over there. So finally, to get out of the MLS stuff and move on, New York City FC... Loses Andrea Pirlo, and they go ahead and sign their third DP, much younger, uh, this man, a 20-year-old, in fact. And he was actually going to go to, you know, it helps when the parent owner owns both clubs, but he was going to go to Manchester City for $4 million. But instead, he's coming to NYCFC. Jesus Medina of Paraguay, he was in uh, at Clu- uh, Club de Vertidad last season. And they got to the semifinals of Copa Libertadores, which that's no joke at all. Uh, 17 goals and 74 appearances for the squad. And he was with them since he was 15. Oh, my God. To lead a Paraguayan team to the – wow. Uh, These still have a shot at a lot more time with NYCFC because City is a little bit too loaded right now, so – Really a better move for him, but good lord. <laughs> they cut a lot of their fluff off that roster, though. So they're going to have a lot to move around and everything. But you're right, they are pretty loaded as far as the spots that he would he would occupy. But still a good move for NYCFC, though. They've done well with the young talent recently. And Rachel... 
lots going on with the women over there between NWSL and the US Women's National Team. January camp is going on. 26 players named. Three that are uncapped. What do you think about the roster? I like that Adriana French gets another shot in goal. I think, you know, obviously... I had asked for Hope Solo to come back. She's a little preoccupied with something else, so I'll, I'll let her go. But I think Adriana French is the goalkeeper you want in net. She's the face of the of the quote-unquote franchise for the future, and she proved that with Portland. I don't think Harrison Nair really proved much internationally or at the club level. Uh, defenders, I was really glad to see Megan Klingenberg back on the list. Glad to see Taylor Smith, Emily Sonnet back on the list. Pretty, It was pretty um, uh, standard. I'm still confused to why Sofia Huerta is a defender and not in the midfield like she plays for her club. But one of, one of the uncapped players is Tierna Davidson from Stanford. So with... With the defenders that they have listed, Abby Dahl, Kemper, Kelly O'Hara, Taylor Smith, Casey Shore, it's it's going Becky Sauerbrunn, of course, it's gonna be hard to hard to find minutes there. Uh, midfielders, Morgan Bryan basically gets on a plane to France for a couple days and has to come right back to the United States. She's on the list. Hopefully, no injuries or nothing. She's been dragging for a while. Julie Ertz listed as a midfielder. She was just named the U.S. Female Player of the Year. Andy Sullivan's back. Carly Lloyd's back. Allie Long. Lindsey Horan. Pretty pretty standard. And then at the forwards, Crystal Dunn, Alex Morgan, Christian Press, Mallory Pugh, Megan Rapino, and Lynn, Mil- Lynn Williams are all returners. And Savannah McCaskill from South Carolina is also on the roster. Again, there's a lot of depth in front of her, so who knows if she'll get any minutes. But, hey, having a national team camp under your belt is not a bad thing. Yeah, they only play one game this time, so that probably lessens the chance even more that those uncapped ones get to play, even though I think you can make the case that you really could just start Adriana Franck and you're not missing a whole lot, but... We know how Jill is. She'll just start a listen there and oh, Jill. not bother with it. Still a still a tad bit salty, if you will, that Allie Krieger is still sitting on 98 caps, was named in the CONCACAF Best 11. She still is ignored by Jill Ellis. Jill? Jill? Eric, you gotta have my back on this one. I, I do have your back, Jill. I'm done with Bruce. I dealt with Ben. Do you really want to get into that territory? Come on now. <laughs> oh, God. You're, you're better than that. You're actually helping to win things. <laughs> it's just weird. Like right now would be the time where you give her those caps to get to the 100. Like when <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I mean, and you could build up even more hype. I, it's just weird. Yeah, because I'm getting kind of sick of seeing Kelly O'Hare on the defense let um, forwards just ease go go right past her. 
Well, you know, she goes much more forward, and hey, you know, she's going to be breezing right past Sky Blue and going on to Utah. As she's been traded uh, along with Taylor Little and the 25th pick in the college draft for Shea Groom, Christina Gibbons, and the fourth pick in the college draft. Pretty fair, you think, Rachel? I actually, there was a lot of skepticism around this trade, but I loved it. I think it was great on all parts. For Sky Blue, Sam Kerr needed somebody as great as she is to help her out. And I think Shea Groom is going to give her that. I don't think she got enough recognition for what she did with FC Kansas City. She's one of my players that I think Jill Ellis needs to call in but won't do it because she likes sticking with her normal players, but that's a rant for another show. But I think it's a good move. I haven't really seen too much of Christina Gibbons to make a fair comment about her, but I think I think Sam Kerr is going to be jumping for joy seeing Shea Groom go to Sky Blue. And for Utah, I think having Taylor Little and Kelly O'Hara is just like a dream come true for Laura Harvey. I really hope Laura Harvey's smart enough to watch these national team games and see whenever Becky Sauerbrunn and Kelly O'Hara partner up on the defense, it's not always the most successful and that she is Kelly O'Hara is better as a forward or even as a midfielder. And hopefully, hopefully she plays her in one of those two slots. But I think, I think the trade was fair. Yeah, I mean, you just outlined it, that both teams are are getting really good players in return. Yeah, O'Hara's the the big name that's going to to Utah, but you know, I, I think Sky Blue's going to benefit from this as well. And plus, you know, they got the higher pick in the draft, and the way Stanford keeps churning out play, <laughs> players, uh, I think they'll benefit that way as well. Plus, Utah didn't finish there; they got uh, big. Icelandic name, and I'm going to butcher this, Gunny Chilst... Well, I'm not even saying that. <laughs> uh, John Stodder, I guess. Seriously, yeah, that's what it I looks like. <laughs> if I can have it spelled in front of me, I can J O N S D O T T I R. Gunstodder. Thank you, Eric, for the uh, probably more correct pronunciation than what uh i just gave it but she has 48 cats for iceland uh she just got called up the other day exactly and she's 29 so you know she and she's also been based in college here at pepperdine so she knows the the system before playing over there in norway so i think this is another great grab for utah a team that is shaping itself even though it has you know, players from the previous team. I like that they're going out there and getting who they want as well. And I like the fact, too, that, yes, you have Becky Sauerbrunn and, yes, you have uh, Kelly O'Hara, but instead of now just having two U.S. women's national team veterans on your team, you also have an Icelandic veteran. I think that's a nice balance because I think sometimes players or fans and you know, I'm I'm guilty of this myself. 
focus a little too much on the U.S. national team players. And I think having somebody like Gunny, or however you say her name, is a nice step in the right direction to kind of balance things out. You saw it in Orlando with the balancing out between Marta and Alex Morgan. Yeah, and if it's saying that everybody comes back from the FC Kansas City team and goes on to play with Utah, you know, Celia LaRue is there, Amy Rodriguez coming off the torn ACL who didn't play last year because she got injured really early. I mean, you that that core right there that we're, we're talking about, that's that's a winner right there for Utah almost immediately. So they're going to be competitive. That's going to be fun uh, to watch them in NWSL next season for sure. And the, you mentioned the Morgan Bryan thing. She's going on to Lyon, uh, following in the, the footsteps of uh, Alex Morgan, except she signed a permanent deal, uh, not coming back to NWSL or anything. And they also grabbed uh, Amadine Henri from uh, Portland. She's been at Lyon before, won lots of championships over there. In fact, Lyon is... They're on some ridiculous streak right now. They're like, they're undefeated, and they've scored their outscored their opponents ninety-one to two. Good lord! In what six, what twelve games in the league, and then four in Champions League. Good lord! I, I mean, you know, the state of the women's European game is much different, but. Still, yeah, it's crazy. you still don't go that long of a clip, averaging six goals a match almost. You just don't. You think uh, this is a good move for Morgan Bryan? If she stays healthy, absolutely. She's she's young too, so I mean that helps her development so well. I'd love to see. I don't think it'll ever happen because you know married to Zach Ertz and everything. I'd love to see Julie Ertz go over there too, but like I said, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But, I mean, having young players, Crystal Dunn did it with Chelsea ladies, having these young players go over to Europe, playing in those quality matches in the Champions League and such, or even in their leagues, their domestic leagues, it's just, it's good competition, whether Jill Ellis likes to admit it or not. Yeah, and Lyon won the triple last year, so including Champions League. So if they can do that again, you know, Morgan Bryant's benefiting from winning championships and bringing that back to Chicago Red Stars, who basically that's that's all they had to say. They knew she was going to go, but they made the trade so that if she came back, she'd have to go to Chicago unless they also made a trade to trade her somewhere else. Do you think in hindsight it's a good idea or does it look bad on Chicago at this point? To... Why are you grabbing somebody and then she leaves? I think it's confusing more more or less than just outright bad because I do see their intentions to, you know, let her go over, let her get. Like I said, she's young, so it's not like if she comes back to Chicago, it's not like she's going to be like in her 30s. But, like, it it just makes no sense to why you put all this effort to get Morgan Bryan. She played two games, 85 minutes, 
and then she's not returning for this season. Yeah, weird that you do that, but again, I mean, sometimes these things can pay off because, like you said, staying healthy is important. If that doesn't happen, you know, Leon might start to sour on the deal that they made, which she's there until, like, what, 2020? I think it's 2019. Yeah, so, I mean, it's still, you know, a year or possibly two for her. And if things don't work out, you know, she could be back sooner than they think. And Chicago gets them a pretty good player. Just you got to hope that it works out that way. (laughs) Because it may not. And I think the last thing here is. I think we obviously know the She Believes Cup is going to be the first big thing on the docket for the U.S. women here. They're still playing <laughs> Germany, England, and France. Uh, that's, you know, if they can beat them this time. But, Eric, I mean, one of these games, the U.S. and England is Orlando. You gonna hmm. Hmm. Oh, I hear that. I'm going to the one in Columbus. Oh, look yeah. at, you know, Columbus can go keep setting attendance <laughs> numbers for other things, but the crew. <laughs> Save the crew, everyone. Save the crew. Save the crew. I do have some connections to shenanigans in Orlando. I'm going to see if I can wrangle myself some extra time off so I can make my presence known there. That's and about if, spring break time. <laughs> and, and, and if I am... Rachel, just know, if Jill needs any heckling, you'll probably hear it through whatever medium you'll be able to watch the match on. I'll make sure of it. Deal. Maybe, you know, it is around that time where Income Tax shows up for me. So if you go, Eric, maybe I will hop a short plane ride. and Exactly. And all I need is a couple of tax clients to where I can fund the trip. So... This could work well for the both of us. Hey, that's around spring break time. <laughs> there you go. Maybe we should make it a S2M meetup in Orlando. To watch I confirm. USA-England game. Then we can have Rachel yelling and screaming, Why is Ali Krieger not playing right now? Yeah, that sounds about right to what I would do. <laughs> but all right, I think that's it unless you want to bring up something else here the like i said we're in full off season just uh thankfully we've had a lot of big roster moves on on both ends for the men and women so have something to talk about here but i guess until something happens you got that uh u.s soccer election thing happening almost a month from now I'll be glad when that's over. Oh, I should mention that apparently there's been talk about Rocco Camiso possibly funding Eric Winalda if he gets the seat. He's taken some money from Mr. Silva over there from Miami FC. Okay. Hmm. So here's what he said, Mr. Camiso. You know, he has never, never has a problem with talking. So we talked about what help he needs, and so far, frankly, he hasn't asked for anything to the extent he has greater needs. He's unemployed, the poor guy. He's got a family of six people. He's going for a job that doesn't pay anything. 
And there's nothing wrong with funding private citizens, private organizations, or whatever. It's legal in this country, and I'll do whatever I want to do. I was already spending millions of dollars in this lawsuit against U.S. soccer anyway. Wow. I'm glad he had had to throw that in there. Oh, wow. Well, this has become a little bit of a war of shade, number one. And number two, I'm going to bookmark this just because everybody thought, oh, his ideas are radical. Now his ideas are radical and he has money behind them? Yeah, oh, be prepared, boy. U.S. soccer. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that coming out makes, you know, some of those board people that have to vote start questioning things and, and all that, you know. May not have helped his situation to have this come out in public, but we'll see how that goes. Still got a month left. I'll be glad when it's over because that seems to be the only thing people can talk about. I mean, to be fair, again, until these trades happened, there wasn't a lot going on u.s soccer wise but it's like this seems to be the big topic of conversation all the time and i saw some preeminent uh you know soccer writers like can something happen so we can stop talking about everybody having an opinion on the soccer president thing and thankfully uh it did because you know kathy carter being propped up by don and sunil is still a hot topic as well, so. Yeah, that makes her a no. You'd think so, but we'll see what the board people have to say, which are more important than us saying anything, which you'd think. You know, the thing is, I wonder if, you know, U.S. soccer president had been a bigger deal back in the day, if there would be some kind of popular or, you know, the people would have any kind of say in it, but. Because until the U.S. failed to make the World Cup, nobody really even knew what the hell Sunil did. I wonder if that's just going to stay the way it is for the future or if people change that eventually. Well, I, I think at some point it will. And I have to hearken back. If we as the U.S. could have taken advantage of the popularity of the real incarnation of the NASL back in the 70s, then you would have had a major, major outcry, and we would have had a couple of significant elections by now. But sometimes we as Americans, for things that aren't American-born or American-popularized, we just show up fashionably late to the party and drunk, if at all. (laughs) Accurate. Yeah, exactly. Pretty accurate there. Uh, well, just want to say, beware, folks, the Northeast with that big old storm going on, and I just heard from a friend that it took him an hour to get to work, and he lives eight minutes away. Uh, so. This is what happens when you deal with things like bomb cyclones and thunder snow. Yeah, but you know, there is, there's, there's no global warming going on, according to the man, the orange man. So he actually said we could use some more of it. <laughs> oh, I would like it to snow here in Miami, but that's another thing. No, yeah. you don't. No, you don't. It nearly snowed here 
it snowed in Tallahassee. It almost snowed in Tampa Bay. You got lucky. It's awful. Take it from a Pennsylvanian who is very cold right now. Even down here, as I speak, it's probably only in the 20s. Must be nice. (laughs) It's not too bad. You get out there with your jacket, feel the breeze. As long as the wind's not, like, terribly blowing in your face, it's all right. It is. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm sorry. But all right, enough about the weather. Let's get on and get out of here. Hopefully, there is more stuff to talk about within a week so we can come back sooner. Until then... Uh, For Rachel, for Eric, and myself, see you later, everybody. Peace. Save the crew. Save the crew. Save the crew. Save the crew. And damn it, Ben, do better. (laughs) The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.